Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and today's episode is one part of an 11-part series that I'll be releasing between June 5th and June 7th called the Paradise Pack Sessions. So if you're listening to this and you want more, there's plenty of other ones that just came out as well. So what are the Paradise Pack Sessions? On June 3rd, I was lucky enough to co-host an incredible event that we called the Paradise Pack Livecast Party. It was a six-hour live streaming video session that we broadcast on Google Hangouts and on YouTube, which some of you may have attended, in which I interviewed 11 of the world's foremost experts on travel, location independence, and lifestyle entrepreneurship. We had hundreds of people tune in from all over the world. Some of the contributors and people who got interviewed came from Armenia, from Australia, all over the US. And we not only got to pick the brains of these people, but we also got to ask them some of the questions that viewers submitted. And no, during that entire six-hour time that I was on there live streaming, I did not go to the bathroom. I don't know how I pulled that off, but it worked. And we loved it so much. We had so much fun, and there was so much amazing content that we decided to pull out the audio, make it into a podcast series so that you could listen to it in case that you missed the actual event. So each and every one of these guests is a contributor to this year's Paradise Pack, and the combined value of the Paradise Pack is over 2000 We have gotten people to put in the best resources around the world that are going to help you live, travel, and work anywhere in the world. So if you haven't got your Paradise Pack yet, the sale ends on Sunday, June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. And once it's gone, it is gone forever. You will never get the chance to get this Paradise Pack again. So please, if you're listening to this while driving or you're at the gym or you're doing something where you can't purchase it right away, make sure to quickly stop right now, set an alarm to remind yourself. I don't want anyone who is interested to miss out on this incredible group of resources. I am very proud of this. I'm proud to say that this is one of the best things that I've ever helped create. But once the clock strikes midnight on June 7th, it is gone. So again, set an alarm on your phone, or if you can, head to theparadisepack.com right now. Check it out. Pick up your copy. All right. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good. I'm, so I'm already on the air. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Guys, we're bringing you Dave Lee, who is the um, one of the co-founders of Travel Block Success, um, also runs Medellin Living, and I believe it's Go Backpacking, right, Dave? That's right. You've got your hands in a lot of pots here. You do a <laughs> lot of things. Um, guys, just real quick before we get into it, Dave, keep those questions coming. We will be getting to them. We're seeing all of them. There's about 150 of you on the line. So keep the chatter going in the box. It's great. We've got some contributors in there who are waiting their turn to come on, who are helping to answer questions and just talking travel. So keep that going in there. Um, we really appreciate all you guys who are joining in with us today. Yeah, Dave, and this is the first time uh, we're meeting, but I feel like I know you a bit because I saw The Wireless Generation, the, uh, the yes. movie that uh, Christine, who's in the Paradise Pack, and her husband put together. And you had a great uh, sequence in there. I think you were learning how to dance or something. So that was cool. So I feel like I already know you a little bit. And I uh, just wanted to say thanks for being a part of the Paradise Pack this year. Uh, you guys do tremendous work. And of course, your contribution is through Captain and Clark with their video course. And how did that kind of evolve? 
Well, last year, um, Michael and I um, were talking about what we want to do going forward with Travel Block Success. And we were providing uh, managed WordPress support and hourly tech support at the time. But we found that that was going to be a very hard thing to scale because it'd require bringing on a lot of, uh, of new staff. Yeah. Kind of what WP Curve is, is doing now, and, and that doesn't look easy. <laughs> so we decided instead of focus, instead of splitting our time bef- between creating an educational resource and tech support, we were just going to focus on creating new courses um, to cater towards what travel bloggers need to learn about so that they can be successful. And so our first course we launched in March of this year with Captain and Clark, and it's called the called Videography for Travel Bloggers, and the focus is on how to produce better travel videos. Yeah, I think there's a huge uh, space in the market for travel videos, you know, and it's not just for your business. I mean, I think they're teaching a lot of the core principles with video in general. So video is is such an up-and-coming thing, and it's not something a lot of people do well. Do you think that you know, I feel like if you just learn a few tricks, you can beat out, you know, 90 to 95% of the videos out there on YouTube. I would, I would agree Uh, (laughs) with, with what's getting hits on YouTube. It, it it constantly surprises me. Uh, (laughs) And and my top video is from my trip around the world in 2008. It's me standing in the middle of a, a bonsai garden in Chengdu, China, basically just panning in a 360 degree circle saying this is a bonsai garden. And uh, it wasn't even high HD quality back then. And it's gotten at least 50,000 hits on YouTube over the years. Nice. Which makes you wonder, um, you know, who's, who's doing all this watching, but uh, that's why we're really happy that we were able to work with uh, Chris and Tawny. They're traveling today and couldn't be with us, but they're professionals and they're ahead of the curve and they wanted to put a course together. So it was a natural uh, partnership that we come together and do this. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was a cool thing too, just because if you are traveling and you want to take your own videos, you can even take your own personal memories and videos that you take to the next level, which is really cool. Uh, Where are you right now, Dave? I'm uh, coming to you from Armenia, which is for those who don't know, East of Turkey. Very cool. Very cool. We didn't know we'd have someone from Armenia on. We knew Australia would do something like that. We are truly going around the world. I want, Dave, for you to share a little bit of your story, because as you mentioned at the top um, when you came on, you do a lot of things and you've been able to kind of do three three different types of things. One, you, you started what was a blog slash site that was kind of a, a personal one with Go Backpacking. Then you started Medying Living, which was a kind of like a resource site or a niche site for people who only wanted to know about living there. And then, of course, you went on to um, co-found Travel Blog Success, which is a community site for helping people who want to become travel bloggers and monetize and things like that. Can you take us a little bit um, through the progression of that? Sure. Um, in Actually, I like to start the story in 2002 because that's when I was laid off from a job. <sighs> And Good I, was point. Quite, <laughs> I was quite angry. You know, I felt out of control. I had so much debt. I had a high car payment. I didn't feel like I could travel, something I hadn't done for a few years because I was working and I had a, a high car payment. So I, I was unemployed and I was even collecting unemployment and I had a severance package, but I didn't feel the freedom to be able to travel. And so during that time, I sort of 
just had time to think about what do I want to be earning money for? What do I want to do with my money? Do I want to buy a nicer car or do I want to put it towards travel and, and, and the experiences travel can afford you? And so I decided my next job would be a, a means to an end. I'd be able to save up enough money to take a year off and travel around the world. And I'd be able to do it on my own terms. Or in the case that I get laid off again, um, I would have the money in the bank. So I wouldn't be in a position where I felt like I had to immediately get a new job or you know, be out on the street. So um, it took five and a half years for me to pay off my debts and save up about $35,000. Some people may feel comfortable leaving with a lot less money in the bank, but I wasn't one of them. Uh, So, you know, I think it's important to have goals and set a, you know, set a goal that you're passionate about and that can keep you focused for years, you know, not just months or weeks. Um, So I took the trip around the world and um, I was blogging and go backpacking along the way. I was making some money um, through um, selling text links back then, uh, sponsored posts, sponsored reviews, a, f- a little bit of affiliate marketing. So I knew there was potential there to, to make money and to make a living. And I thought, how fantastic would that be? Uh, <laughs> so um, I got to, got to Colombia. It was my last country. Uh, and I fell in love with Medellin. And within a week, I started Medellin Living because... I already was making money with Go Backpacking, so I knew the potential was there to make money um, with a new site, especially with a a city that was so amazing, but nobody knew about it yet. So I wanted to be, I wanted to, you know, have that early mover advantage. And um, so that was six years ago, or six or seven years ago now. Wow, I remember Um, when you started, (laughs) because I thought, I don't know anything about this place. Why is this guy writing about it? And now if you type in like digital nomad hotspots or it right at the top. You were the first guy to really kind of put it on my radar for sure. Yeah. And I had a few, you know, naysayers, you know, a few foreigners who were like, stop writing about Medellin. Um, you know, you're going to ruin it. Um, but my, my attitude towards that was it was going to happen whether or not it was me, you know, it was, it was just a matter of time. And if I'm behind it. I'd like to think that I can do it in a positive way, in a way that, you know, really gives something back to the city and the people. Um, And so that's kind of what's fueled my passion for it and to keep going with it. Um, And actually, it was in 2010 where I had run out of money. Um, I left Colombia. I was living with my parents. I... You know, I was in my early 30s. No That's shame. Part of every entrepreneur <laughs> living with their parents at some point in there. It's it's a great motivator. You know, I'm <laughs> you know, sleeping in my brother's old bedroom. Um, you know, it's nice that you know my mom's cooking for me every night. But I really wanted to be living on my own. Yeah. And I wanted to be living back in Colombia. So that's when I um, learned about membership sites. Um, from an old, uh, he's, I don't know if he's still as popular now, but his name's Yaro Stark. Mm-hmm. He had a, a website, Entrepreneur's Journey, and he inspired me to, um, to kind of go that route at that time. Um, jumping ahead, um, Travel Block Success, it did okay, but really it was reborn. It's kind of like a, a phoenix rising from the ashes in 2013 when I partnered with Michael on it. And... Um, it really became a new company when we began working on it together. Yeah. Uh, 
if you're going to take on a big partner, you know, a, a really big kind of business or even the paradise pack sale, you know, you need, I feel like it's really important to have a partner, at least one partner that can help out uh, with the workload and, and the motivation. <laughs> yeah. Even last night we were saying, there's no way we'd pull this off without the other person because you just, you get overwhelmed. You, you, you could give up easily. The other person we've seen it in just in this last week, you know, I'll be high and like, this is going to be great. Let's keep going. And Jason will be bummed and then I'll be bummed and he'll be happy. And uh, yeah, splitting the works one thing, but actually keeping you emotionally stable is another thing too. Yeah. It's really yeah. interesting to hear your, your yeah. journey, Dave, because it sounds like along the way you've done a, I, I guess this was consciously, but you've really done an amazing job and you're like, okay, I love travel. I love this lifestyle. And then associating a, a project or a business that you're passionate about or something that you're passionate about teaching other people and combining those two things together. I'm just curious when you're, so if somebody's watching and they're wondering, okay, I'm not quite sure what business to start or what direction to go in, you know, what would you suggest to that person? I mean, do you look more at the business side? Like, Hey, this has like, you obviously you're passionate about passionate about Medellin. Um, mm -hmm. but you also saw the business potential. So how do you reconcile those two things when you're deciding on these projects? Um, that's a good question. I, I mean, in some way it's my decisions have been, been very conscious. I remember I registered the go backpacking domain name in 1999, <laughs> you know, so that was, wow. um, that was a long time ago. And that's when I made my first money online. I was, uh, an affiliate with Amazon and an affiliate with, um, uh, a URL, uh, company that, you know, I made money off of ticket referrals. So, um, in terms of like knowing what's a good opportunity, I feel like you kind of have to trust your gut. For me, I knew, you know, I'm passionate about travel. Um, once I started getting into blogging, um, I just got addicted to it. Like I was hooked on it. And I don't think I've ever done anything for eight years as consistently mm -hmm. as I have, you know, with, with the blogging. And, um, you know, I guess it helps to have like a little bit of a track record. If you've had, if you've had one success where you kind of trusted your gut, you started a website, you wrote an ebook and got some success under your belt, it becomes a lot easier to, you know, tell yourself, you know, I see this opportunity, I'm going to go after it and take action. And it's really important that you be willing to take risks. And I think, I think it's kind of like flexing a muscle. The, my, trip around the world, that was a huge risk for me. My, you know, I told my parents two years in advance that I wanted to quit my job and, and leave to you know, travel uh, because I knew they would need that time for it to sink in. So it, for, me, <laughs> for me, it was a huge came, risk. And then you came back and lived with them. So <laughs> Yes, like a boomerang, I came back. Um, but, uh, but I feel like you know, that gave me, that, that allowed me to trust in myself that I can do big things and I can achieve them. And once you, you have that confidence in yourself, it gets easier to keep going with it. And for example, my latest project is an iPhone app that I developed with one of my readers. It's a city guide for Medellin. Hmm. Um, and we developed it together when he approached me and said, you want to create an app? I, I, you know, I've, it's not often that a, a, an app developer is just going to kind of fall into your lap and, and work. You know, it's kind of sweat equity. It's not, we're not making any money from it at this point. It's, it's been like a year and a half of just working to create something. But I do believe there is, you know, potential to make money. Um, and so um, 
I, and that's another thing is you get, I, I haven't, I start projects because I want to work on them. Um, and I'm willing to forego earning money it, for the first several years, which was the case with Medellin Living as well. Yeah, we got a really good question from, uh, and this is perfect for you because as we mentioned, you do a lot of different projects. Jason and I have like three or four things going on at once. If, if we don't, we feel like, what's happening here? There's nothing to do. Um, Jesse D. Wilson asks, I know a lot of entrepreneurs work a ton, like 70 hours a week. How much time a week do you guys spend working to pay the bills? So Dave, if you, I mean, it's going to vary and it varies drastically for us, like if we're traveling or if we're in one place or what have you. But what would you say if you, if you had to give an average or kind of how your day-to-day stuff kind of uh, your like routine went? Well, I would, I would say it's changed over the years. Like in 2010, when I was living with my parents, 2009, 2010, um, I, um, I was working like 12 hours a day. Um, my, my goal was to get enough money coming in that I could move back to Colombia. So I wasn't looking for a job. I just used the cover of a bad economy to work on my website to, you know, figure it out. How do I get to that point? Um, it took me, well, uh, it took me, I was with my parents for 11 months. Um, and in 2010, like the first six months of the year, I was earning $3,000 a month. Um, and so doing that for six months, I felt like, okay, I've got, you know, this is steady enough so that I can you know, go back to Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of how much I work today, uh, running, you know, working with Michael on Travel Blog Success, uh, running two blogs, I've uh, written and co-written City Guides and the app. Uh, it really varies. You know, on this past Monday, I worked about 12 hours. Um, and that's pretty focused, you know, work. It's, um, but then as the week goes on, I tend to sort of become less productive. So, like, t- Mondays are my best. Tuesdays, you know, another solid day. Maybe it's eight hours, ten hours. Uh, Wednesday, a little bit less. Usually by Friday, I'm only working the morning. Um, Saturday, I, te- I sometimes work a half day, like morning or in the afternoon. And Sundays, I've been trying to take off completely um, just to give my you know, self a chance to rest and take a break from the computer. And I-, I found that you need time away. You need to build that time into your schedule. And, you know, you can do some thinking and strategizing, but you're away from your computer. You're away from the email and the day-to-day, the day-to-day stuff. Give yourself some creative space, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and we, we were touching um, on that with Sean Ogle. If you guys have been here since the, the first person who came on, Sean Ogle, we talked a little bit about trying to, to build a schedule. The hard, I, he asked me what the hardest thing about being a solopreneur, an entrepreneur is, and it was building a schedule that, that worked, that was you know, that didn't mean I was working too much or, and taking time off and things like that. And I think that you you make a good point, Dave, with taking Sundays off or at least saying like, this is what I'm going to try to do. I think the cool thing about, we talk a lot about location independence and it means, you know, you can live anywhere. It can be from your own home, like Adam said. Um, you know, they have a two and a half year old, so they're there. It can be from Armenia, like Dave, but it's much more than just a location independence. For me, the almost as equally import, as important is the time independence. So, you know, if on a Monday I want to go out and do something, or if you have kids and you want to go to their game at 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., it's really important 
I think that's just as important as the location part is the time independence. Have you found that too, that it, it gives you, it frees up different time that you wouldn't have if you were traditionally working, you know, a nine to five? Absolutely. And that's part of why I love working for myself. The being able to work from, you know, wherever I can get a good internet connection is a lot of fun. Um, but the control over my own time is equally as attractive to me now. Um, and I worked in my in my twenties. I worked two for two startups, you know, in a cubicle. Um, so I've been through that, you know, corporate office experience, even though they were smaller companies. Um, and there's a monotony there. Um, and what I really love about blogging, and not just blogging, but blogging about travel, is that. Um, it's like the polar opposite. I, I I still find travel as stimulating today as I did eight years ago or you know fifteen years ago. And the being in the you know having created my own sort of business and career and and putting myself in a position to be able to travel when I want and where I want for the most part, um, I feel really grateful that I sort of came along at the right time in world history. <laughs> you know that. Um, and then I had the, you know, those, it, it takes courage to sort of do something completely different. And, um, you know, you've got to give yourself credit for that. And the people that are listening now and the people that are going to buy the Paradise Pack, um, I guess that's one of the messages I would want to send them is, you know, if you're trying to achieve this kind of a lifestyle or just travel more, um, you, um, I lost my train of thought. You really need to... Um, to have some courage and take a risk. Exactly. That's the bottom line is you really need to believe in yourself and it gets easier. It gets easier to, you know, challenge yourself to do bigger, bigger things, but it's okay to start small in the beginning. And I think you made a great point. You need to pat yourself on the back too, because there are so many people out there and maybe we could touch on this as well. Um, there's so many people out there who aren't hating on what you want to do, but maybe they just don't understand it, right? Like you say, oh, I want to take off and travel the world and start my own business. And you listen to this and you get all these ideas and you feel all jazzed up. And then you're kind of wondering like, why don't other people feel the same way? Like other people in your life, your friends, Adam came on and talked about how he wasn't excited to travel around the world or didn't think he could do it <laughs> when his wife brought it up. So I think that you, you have to take what they say with a grain of salt, listen to it. But if it's something you really want to do, you need to jump in. And when you do, take some time to give yourself some credit because it's there's so many people who want to do it out there who aren't doing it that if you do take the leap, and, and as we talked about, it doesn't have to be a jumping off the cliff type leap, oh, I'm going to leave everything. But if you do start the process, take time to give yourself some credit because a lot of people forget to do that. Yeah, Dave, you also mentioned uh, it's like building a muscle. And I do agree with that wholeheartedly because as you push your comfort zone, it, it reestablishes that comfort zone. And yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine sometimes like how far you can go until you start going in that direction, I think. And, uh, you know, your work's a testament to that. And the other thing is this app you're working on is a great example of, I think, just starting something and putting something out there because there's all of that stuff that can come to you that you're not going to ever know about until it actually arrives and and it can't arrive unless you go for something. So I think that's absolutely. Was um, yeah. I mean, one of my readers of Medellin living was an app developer that lives in San Francisco. And um, I, I, I just, I just feel really lucky that, you know, um, I had that opportunity to create something new and useful for people. I've, that's part of, you know, what I've 
constantly trying to do is obviously not just earn a living, but um, combine that with trying to provide people with value, pr- trying to help them, trying to, um, in the case of Medellin, get, help them get to know the city and help the city get beyond its its old reputation. But with Travel Blog Success, it's really about trying to empower people to um, to be, you know, I, I still meet people today that are surprised that you can make money from a travel blog, let alone <laughs> earn a living. And it's like my mission to show people that, yes, you can do this. And it's not just travel. It could be a blog about, you know, something completely different. But, um, you know, there's so much opportunity out there and for people to do something they're passionate about and and do it online and be able to make money from it. I really want to see people going after that. Yeah, I think this is a theme that we're seeing throughout this live cast is the skill building aspect where, you know, you're, you're looking at things through the travel blogging lens, but you've also applied those skills that you've learned just by working online to other projects. And I think that's a really important point. That's what we're doing with the Paradise Pack is trying to give you all of the skills and tools you need to to travel and work from anywhere. And that's that that's the whole thing. So I think you could take those skills and and utilize them for different businesses that maybe it's not a travel blog, maybe it's an, an app or something else. And that's um, something I always would tell myself as well in the past, even I remember thinking in 2010, uh, which is the last time I updated my actual paper resume, resume, (laughs) uh, is that, you know, worst case scenario, I end up back with my parents and I've got all these skills that I've, you know, picked up from blogging, uh, like SEO, um, uh, you know, writing, editing, online marketing. Um, so, you know, even though you're even, even as you're working towards creating your own kind of business or website or whatever, um, you're learning along the way and you can fall back on those, or you may choose to do something completely different in the future that still takes advantage of, of those skills you've picked up. Yeah. And I've really appreciated hearing your story today because uh, I think everybody that's come on and, and we're always about, you know, the total honest take and we've talked about living with your parents. And I think uh, this this whole process, this whole journey is is a bit murky. It's not a uh, it's not like a linear journey. You kind of it's like a plate of spaghetti, right? Zigzagging everywhere. You're high, low, up, down. Things work one day. They don't the next. And I think that's important to just let everybody know is it's okay. Like you're going to have off days. You're going to have days where you feel on top of the world. This is just part of the journey. And I, I really do think it helps you uh, grow substantially as a person. I don't know how you feel about that, but. Oh, uh, I, I, sometimes I don't really recognize the person I've become in the last eight years since I've started this journey. You know, I, um, it's just, you know, I take, I try not to take it for granted. So every now and then I try and check myself and think how amazing is it that I'm, you know, traveling for five months in Europe. Um, that to me is amazing. And I think it is to most people, but it's easy to become complacent when it becomes your, your life, your lifestyle. Um, so uh, I don't want to lose sight of sort of what I, I used to do um, before I got into all this and how grateful I am to be in the position to do what I'm doing now. And I think that is another theme that's going to permeate through all the guests that we've had on and will have on. And, and we speak to that a lot is it really is amazing. And and there are times we forget it. And there are times that it's tough. There are plenty of times it's tough. 
Uh, there are even times where I say, like, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the air, but I just wish I had a normal job, right? Like, I could go <laughs> into work. Someone could tell me, do this. I would sit there for eight hours. I'd probably work for one and be on ESPN <laughs> for the other. <laughs> and I just wish I could do that. But, you know, overall, it's just an amazing opportunity. And that's kind of the mission that we have with this live cast and with the Paradise Pack is like, if you're someone who feels that, if you're someone who says, you know, I just, I know there's something out there. I might not know how to get it, but I want to be doing what these people are doing. And I'm not sure how. We just try to bring everyone we could who who lives that mission to its fullest and appreciates what they're able to do and put them in because we all know that everyone's going to help out each other. And that's that's the goal of, of this here. Um, so we really appreciate Dave. Miles and Moxie actually said, I was asking people in the chat, do people have specific questions for Dave? And she said, Dave is answering everything I'm thinking of. Thank you. <laughs> A mind reader. <laughs> so Dave, we really, really do appreciate you've done some incredible stuff. You were one of the first people that I started reading back when I wanted to get into this lifestyle and, and didn't really know what it was. I just knew I wanted to travel. And I think that's going to be a lot of people here saying, yeah, I, I don't even really understand the business side of it. I just want to travel more. And that's where I found myself. I want to travel more. How can I do it? So I learned about cheap travel and all that. And then I said, well, to make it a lifestyle, I have to be able to sustain myself. How can I do that? And uh, you, you were one of the first people to kind of be writing about it and making these sites like uh, Medellin Living and then Travel Box Success. So kind of a uh, blazing the path for people like us. Yeah, and I will say I'm a proud member of Travel Blog Success. So thank, thank you, you, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate your work. And uh, also your product is amazing. The one we have in with Captain and Clark for the Paradise Pack. And somebody asked earlier, is it available on Monday? Can you get these buttons? No, it's gone forever on Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, that's the thing. You guys, I mean, we've tried to tell you that it's, it's gone forever uh, on Sunday night. Um, and the two bonuses that we have in um, that are the Adventurous Entrepreneur video series and then Adam, who came on his Around the World Airfare Report. Both of those, if you get it today, you will get both of those on the live cast. But the Adventurous Entrepreneur series, um, if you order it after this live cast is over, after 5 p.m. Eastern today, you will not get the Adventurous Entrepreneur series. So if you want to get that bonus, make sure you get it today. So... Dave, thank you so, so much again. We really, really appreciate it. Coming from Armenia, I'm blown away. Yes. That's incredible. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for all the kind words. Um, we're, we're really excited to have Travel Blog Success be a part of the Paradise Pack. And we've seen people already um, redeeming their, you know, getting, getting into the course, which is really exciting. Um, and, you know, I'm, ex I'm excited for to get into the Paradise Pack. I've got my copy and... I can't wait to check out some of the work that some of my friends and peers have been doing. I, it's a tremendous value, and we're really pleased to, that you invited us to be a part of it. Well, we're grateful that you chose to be, so thank you so much. We really appreciate you. All right. Great. Thanks, thank you. Dave. Get out there and uh, enjoy our meeting. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Take thank care. You. If you like this show, guys, and you want more Paradise Pack sessions, don't forget there's 10 more of those where this came from. So you can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Stitcher. However you're listening to this, you can find the other Paradise Pack session episodes. Listen to me and Jason get to interview and ask questions of some of the world's foremost experts. All of these people are contributors to this year's Paradise Pack. So if you haven't yet and you want to pick up your very own Paradise Pack, head to www.theparadisepack.com. And again, if you're listening on a phone and you're doing something where you can't go online right now, make sure to set an alarm because June 7th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, the sale will end and you'll never be able to get it again. 
Thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for all the support for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And as always, happy free travels. I'll show you.